Part 2, Section 20 of The Dark Flower. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Dark Flower by John Galsworthy, Section 37. Now over wood and river the evening drew in fast, and first the swallows that had looked as if they would never stay in their hunting ceased and the light that had seemed fastened above the world for all its last brightenings slowly fell wingless and dusky the moon would not rise till ten and all things waited the creatures of the night were slow to come forth after that long bright summer's day watching for the shades of trees to sink deeper and deeper into the now chalk-white water watching for the chalk-white face of the sky to be masked with velvet the very black plum trees themselves seemed to wait in suspense with the great bloom of the night. All things stared, on in that hour of passing day, all things had eyes wistful and unblessed. In those moments, glamour was so dead that it was as if meaning had abandoned the earth, but not for long. Winged with darkness, it stole back. Not the soul of meaning that had gone, but a witch-like and brooding spirit harboring in the black trees the high dark spears of the rushes and on the grim snouted snags that lurked along the river bank then the owls came out and night flying things and in the wood there began a cruel bird tragedy some dark pursuit in the twilight above the bracken the piercing shrieks of a creature into whom talons have again and again gone home and mingled with them hoarse raging cries of triumph many minutes they lasted those noises of the night sound emblems of all the cruelty in the heart of nature till at last death appeased that savagery and any soul abroad that pitied fugitives might once more listen and not weep then a nightingale began to give forth its last long liquid gurgling and the corn crick churred in the young wheat again the night brooded in the silent tops of the trees in the more silent depths of the water sent out at long intervals a sigh or murmur a tiny fiddling splash an owl's hunting cry and its breath was still hot and charged with heavy odor for no dew was falling end of section 37